Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show, and I'm your host, Joey Harris. Follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, if you have to fly, do not try to fly in or out of Newark, because I did it twice last week, and the airport is just laid out just crazily last monday i fly into newark and i have a little over an hour before my next plane and i've got to use the restroom something bad i go and i finally find one and there's a line for the men's room which is strange but i finally get through and i see that they've got three stalls and three urinals that's why i had to use a stall and one of the stalls was not being used and it was the handicap stall and i figured oh they're just keeping it open for a handicapped person. That's nice. And person goes out, person, two people in front of me goes. Next person comes out, person in front of me goes. So I'm right there. This housekeeping guy comes in, goes and looks at the empty stall, the handicap stall, curses in some other language. I don't know what the language was. Then proceeded to close down the bathroom. Everybody out. You can't use this. I'm like, I got to go. Didn't care. So now I'm rushing around looking for a place to go to the bathroom. Finally find another one. Same thing. You have to wait. But thankfully, I was the only person in line. So once the first stall came up and boom. So I go through, get out, get some coffee, drink it, wait, board my plane. Everything is good. We spent an hour on the tarmac waiting to go 30 planes in front of us. So if you have to go folks, just try to vo avoid Newark because it was the same thing coming back. Just insanity. Today we look at this Tuesday in Texas, the pay-per-view from the WWF. This Tuesday in Texas was shown on pay-per-view on December the 3rd, 1991 from the Freeman Coliseum in San Antonio, Texas. There were 8,000 in attendance, and the show did a 1.0 buy rate. There were a series of dark matches before the show. The Harris brothers defeated Brian Costello and Brian Donahue. Sir Charles, the future Papa Shango, defeated Dale Wolfe. Chris Walker defeated Brian Lee. Chris Chavis defeated J.W. Storm. Greg Valentine defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. The Nasty Boys defeated the Bushwhackers. The Legion of Doom defeated the Rockers. The Legion of Doom defeated the Natural Disasters. And Ric Flair defeated Roddy Piper. They replayed the end of the Survivor Series with Mean Gene in the basement of the Joe Louis Arena with Paul Bearer and The Undertaker. A live shot of the crowd as Grill Monsoon welcomes us to Texas and this Tuesday in Texas. He and Bobby Heenan are the announcers for the event. They talk about the main event. They then talk about the Jake Roberts-Randy Savage match and about how there can be no snakes in Jake's corner. 
Intercontinental Championship match. Bret Hart versus Skinner. Hart with a good ovation coming out. Skinner has his chewing tobacco in. Gorilla says Skinner, for all intents and purposes, is undefeated in the WWF, which is a weird statement to make. Hart gives his sunglasses to a fan at ringside who loses her mind because of it. Hart and Skinner circle each other. They lock up. Hart with an arm lock takeover. They circle each other again. They lock up again. Another takeover. Into an arm bar to Skinner. Skinner pushes off. Hart comes back with a shoulder block. Skinner with a leapfrog. Hart stops, picks Skinner up, and hits an atomic drop. Then an inverted atomic drop to Skinner. Hart with a clothesline to Skinner. Skinner falls to the outside. Back in, they lock up, and Hart with a wrist lock. Hart with a series of forearms to the back. He then arm drags Skinner over into an arm bar. Skinner gets back to his feet. Skinner with an arm drag to Hart, but Hart keeps the hold on and flips Skinner over. Hart drops a knee on the arm. Hart drags Skinner back to the center of the ring. He drops a leg on Skinner's arm. Then Hart goes back to the arm lock. Skinner gets to the ropes. Hart breaks the hold. Hart advances and Skinner gets to the ropes. They lock up. Skinner with a side headlock into a hammer lock, but Hart with a reversal. Skinner then with a reversal. Hart with a headbutt. Hart with a kick to the stomach. Hart then goes back to an armbar. Skinner with a headbutt. Skinner throws Hart shoulder first into the corner post. Hart hanging halfway out of the ring. Skinner kicks Hart out of the ring. Hart gets back in and Skinner kicks him over and over. He then kicks him back to the floor. Skinner goes out after him. He chokes Hart on the floor. Skinner then rolls back in to break the count. Hart gets back in and Skinner kicks him again. He hits Hart with a double axe handle and Irish whips him. Skinner with an abdominal stretch. He uses the ropes for leverage when referee Danny Davis isn't looking. Grill Monsoon says he doesn't have it on all the way and Gorilla is insane. He has it on correctly. Gorilla is having a bad week between the Survivor Series and this. He must have not gotten enough peanut butter pie for Thanksgiving. He's being very ornery. Skinner with the double axe handle to the back of the hitman. Skinner with a shoulder breaker. He gets a two count. Skinner with a forearm. Skinner with a corner whip. And Hart gets his boot up on the charge end. Hart goes for the second rope elbow drop. And Skinner moves. Skinner grabs his spit can. But Davis takes it away from him. Allowing Skinner to get his alligator claw necklace and nail Hart with it. Davis asks Skinner what happened. And Skinner says he hit Hart with a forearm. Skinner punches Hart. He then chokes Hart on the second rope for a four count. He then kicks Hart to the mat. He then puts his foot on Hart's throat for another four count. Skinner yelling at Davis. Skinner with a corner whip and Hart goes chest first into the corner. Skinner going for the leg. He's stomping the legs of Hart and starts to choke him again. He slams Hart face first on the mat. He gets a side headlock on and punches Hart back down. Skinner then running his boot across Hart's face. Skinner with a double axe handle. Skinner with his death drop neck breaker. Gets a two count. Skinner on the second rope and comes off. And Hart gets a boot up to hit Skinner in the face. Hart with a shot to the stomach. Several shots and a headbutt. Hart with an Irish whip and a back elbow. Another shot and an Irish whip and a shot to the stomach. Side rushing leg sweep. Gets a two count. Hart with a suplex. Another two count. Hart hits a backbreaker. Hart with a second rope elbow drop. Another two count. Hart argues with Davis. Skinner rolls him up for a two count, but Hart kicks out. 
knocking Skinner to the outside. Skinner runs Hart headfirst into the apron. Skinner suplexes Hart in, but Hart slips behind Skinner. He goes to roll Skinner up, but Skinner holds on to the ropes. Skinner stomping Hart. Skinner goes up top, but gets caught and thrown off, and Ric Flair is very concerned in the back because that's his spot. Hart gets the sharpshooter on, and Skinner gives up. Sean Mooney interviews Jake Roberts about his match with Randy Savage with Reptiles banned from ringside. Roberts says, so what? The last time he saw Randy Savage, he was flailing like some helpless child drowning from the very poison that was running through your veins as the snake chewed on that arm. For sometimes he did chew, and you look into my eyes, Randy Savage, and you see two black holes in the sky. But you look at that snake's eyes, and you will see something so cold and so devilish and so deliberate. Yes, he takes care of what he has to, and does what he has to just like him. He says to Randy Savage, your eyes weren't ever there, man. You were out. You were gone. But you know whose eyes he enjoyed the most? Elizabeth's pupils. So small. So intent. So scared for the man that she loved and what a rush he got. Up and down his back. It felt so good. His hair felt like it was tingling. He had goosebumps all over his body. Listening to her squeal for a man who could not do anything but flail around and couldn't help himself at all. And Jack Tunney barring the snake from the corner? He says when he was brought into the world, he could not rob, he could not steal or lie or even cheat. But boy did he have help learning. You've taught him so well. So you see, it's not his fault anything he does out there. You've given him the right. You have pushed the button to make him do it. You have pulled the trigger so anything that he does is your fault. Snake in the corner. Trust him. Mean Gene Okerlund interviews Randy Savage and Elizabeth. Savage says Jake Roberts wants Savage to trust him. He says Robert taught them not to trust him because they all realize that he gets a rush when the snake bit Savage. He told them that and he told them to trust him. Savage says nobody trusts Roberts. He says Robert said he also gets a rush when he looks into Liz's eyes and he sees fear. Savage tells Roberts he had better not trust Savage and Savage is not going to trust him. Savage says they're going to get in a situation where he is standing on top of that turnbuckle and point to the sky and jump off, and he crushes Roberts with that elbow. One, two, three, count. He says that's when he's going to get the rush. His rush is going to be when he looks into Elizabeth's eyes. After the three count and Roberts is down and defeated and destroyed, and love and admiration is flowing from Elizabeth's eyes, Roberts' music starts to play, and Savage says he has a date with destiny. Randy Savage with Elizabeth versus Jake Roberts. Savage comes down the aisle to attack Roberts as he is coming down the aisle. He runs Roberts into the ring steps and then punches him in the head. Savage throws Roberts into the ring. Savage also gets in and kicks Roberts in the midsection. He runs him into a corner and punches Roberts several times. He gouges Roberts' eyes for a three count. He then runs Roberts along the top rope. He then corner whips Roberts and hits a back elbow. Savage goes up top and hits a double axe handle to Roberts. Savage then takes his jacket and hat off. Roberts gets out of the ring and starts going down the aisle. Savage goes out after him and hits him with another double axe handle. Savage then punches Roberts. Savage rakes the eyes and punches Roberts again. He puts Roberts back in the ring and Roberts backing up and begging off. Referees try to hold Savage back. Savage pushes him to the side, and Roberts attacks Savage. Roberts throws Savage to the outside. 
Roberts goes out to the ringside area. Savage gets up on the apron to get back in the ring, but Roberts grabs him and pulls him back outside. Savage punches Roberts, who pushes Savage into the corner post. Savage has his arm hurt, and Gorilla says that's the same arm the 14-foot King Herbert was gnawing on, and the award for hyperbole is retired immediately. Roberts grabs Savage's arm and rams it into a post again. He runs the arm into the post one more time. Both men get back into the ring. Savage goes back outside. Referee Earl Hebner goes outside to check on Savage, who takes a swing at Hebner. Hebner asks Savage if he wants to give up. Savage gets back in the ring and hits Roberts in the midsection with a shot. Then another shot. Then an uppercut to Roberts. Roberts with a shot to Savage in the throat. Roberts with an inverted atomic drop. Roberts drops a series of knees on Savage's arm. Savage grabs Roberts by his hair. Roberts ripping at the bandages on Savage's arm. He then drops a knee on the arm. He punches the arm and Savage gets to his feet. Roberts rams the arm down on the top rope. Savage goes to ram Roberts into the top turnbuckle, but Roberts blocks it and runs Savage in instead. Roberts with a hammer lock. Savage with a back elbow to break the hole. Roberts with a forearm. Roberts with an Irish whip. Savage comes back with a kick to the face when Roberts puts his head down too early. Roberts with a double axe handle to Savage's back. Roberts misses a short clothesline. Savage comes back with an elbow smash. Double reversal of the corner whip, and Hebner has to dive out of the way to avoid getting hit. Roberts gets his knee up on the charge end. Roberts hits a short clothesline. Roberts gets up on the second rope and signals for the DDT. He goes for it, and Savage drives Roberts backwards into a turnbuckle. Roberts falls down, holding his ribs. Savage goes to the top rope and drops the elbow on Roberts and pins him. The crowd cheers like crazy. Savage goes outside and grabs a chair. Officials and the referee are trying to stop him. He kicks Agent Tony Guerrero away with the chair. Savage grabs the ring bell. He gets in the ring with the bell. The referee grabs the bell as Savage goes to pick Roberts up. Roberts grabs Savage and hits the DDT. Roberts goes to the corner and waits for Savage to get back to his feet. A macho chant goes out. Roberts hits another DDT. The referee telling Roberts that it's all over to get out of the ring. Roberts goes out to the apron. The crowd is booing Roberts as he stops in the aisle and looks around. Roberts smiles and turns back towards the ring. Hebner checking on Savage. Roberts says to the camera, I gave you my word, Tony. The snake wasn't in the corner. He then lifts the ring skirt up and brings out a bag. He throws the bag into the ring. Roberts goes over to Savage. Roberts taunting Savage with the bag. Elizabeth comes running to ringside. Elizabeth gets in the ring and tries to cover up Savage and tells Roberts to stop it. She's pleading with Roberts. Roberts slapping Savage in the face and Elizabeth screams to Robert to leave Savage alone. Savage struggles to sit up. Roberts up and Elizabeth gets between Roberts and Savage. Roberts grabs Savage by the hair. He tells Elizabeth to look at him. Roberts puts Savage into a front face lock and hits another DDT. Roberts goes back to the bag and as both Elizabeth and Hebner yell at him to stop it. Roberts unwraps the bag. He puts the black glove on. Roberts kicks Savage in the head. He tells Elizabeth to beg. He tells her if she wants to save Savage's ass, she better start begging. She begs him to leave Savage alone. Robert says Savage makes him sick. Then he grabs Elizabeth by her hair. He then slaps Elizabeth. He then grabs the bag again as Danny Davis comes into the ring as well. Jack Tunney comes to ringside. 
He tells Roberts to leave immediately. He yells at Roberts as he leaves. Officials are out to check on Savage. Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan arguing over what happened, and Monsoon says Roberts should be suspended for life for striking Elizabeth. Let's see where he is in an hour from now when another woman gets hit. They finally get Savage out of the ring and take him to the back. Mean Gene is with Jake Roberts, who says congratulate me, Gene. Mean Gene calls Roberts a bona fide sicko. Roberts says no man wants a woman who's going to lay down and grovel and beg for somebody's life. If it's a woman that he wants, he wants her to stand up. Stand up and be that. Be what he wants. As far as slapping her, yeah, he slapped her. But he'll slap himself and he'll slap Mean Gene. He says, I'll tell you something, Randy Savage. DDTing you was fine. That felt really good. But the best feeling he's ever had in his life is when he grabbed hold of Elizabeth's hair and jerked her up off of her knees. That was good. And then when he put his hand across her face, my man, that felt so good, he should have to pay for that. He would pay to do that. So the next time he thinks about crossing the snake's path, and the snake chooses its own path, where nobody else wants to go, you think about it again. But if you decide to, please do him one little favor. He's begging you. Please bring her back. Let him touch her again. He says he could cultivate her into something he would even want, as Mean Gene is disgusted. Robert says he could do that. Trust him. The Warlord with Harvey Whippleman versus the British Bulldog. It is 1991 WWF pay-per-view after all. The bell rings. Slow to start. Whippleman not getting out of the ring. Bulldog raises his arm to get the crowd into the match. Whippleman finally gets out of the ring. Warlord pushes Bulldog back. They lock up. Warlord pushes Bulldog back again. They lock up again. Bulldog pushes Warlord back. Warlord confers with Whippleman. Warlord asks for a test of strength. Bulldog goes for it and Warlord kicks him in the face. Warlord with a forearm to Bulldog and an Irish whip. Warlord drops down and goes to kick Bulldog, who catches his leg. Bulldog pushes Warlord down and delivers the headbutt to the crotch. Warlord with a shot to Bulldog's stomach. He then runs Bulldog into the turnbuckle. Warlord with an Irish whip. Bulldog ducks a clothesline attempt. Bulldog with a clothesline. Warlord doesn't go down as Gorilla Monsoon says irresistible force meets the immovable object line. If you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Another clothesline knocks Warlord to the outside. Warlord lands on his feet. Bulldog flies over the top rope to crossbody Warlord who catches him and ramps his back into the turnbuckle. He then dumps Bulldog on the ground. Whippleman taunting Bulldog, telling him to get up. Bulldog gets up on the apron. Warlord grabs him and tries to run him into the turnbuckle. Bulldog blocks it and runs Warlord in instead. He runs his head in repeatedly. Bulldog then hits a top rope drop kick to Warlord. Bulldog then clotheslines Warlord, who falls against the ropes. Warlord tied up in the ropes. Bulldog goes for the leapfrog body guillotine, but Whippleman moves Warlord out of the way, and Bulldog gets tangled in the ropes. Warlord kicking Bulldog. Warlord with an Irish whip and a backdrop. Warlord with an inverted atomic drop to Bulldog into a corner. He then lifts Bulldog with an atomic drop. Warlord with a corner whip and a bear hug to Bulldog. Bulldog trying to rally to get out of the move. Crowd trying to get behind Bulldog. He hits Warlord with some shots. A headbutt to Warlord breaks the hold. Warlord with a kick to the stomach. Warlord with a belly-to-belly suplex. He then steps on Bulldog. Warlord with a forearm to Bulldog's back. 
A David chant goes out. Warlord with a fist drop to Bulldog. Gets a two count. Warlord disputes the count with referee Joey Morella. Warlord with an Irish whip. He drops his head early again and Bulldog kicks him in the head. Bulldog goes for a pile driver. Warlord reverses it into a backdrop. Bulldog holds on to go for a sunset flip. Warlord drops down to go for a pin. Bulldog lifts his legs up to hook Warlord by the shoulders. He gets a two count. Warlord with the clothesline. Warlord stalking Bulldog, looking to put the full Nelson on him. Gorilla Monsoon studies it like the Zapruder film when Warlord gets the move on, of course, saying he doesn't have his fingers locked. Bulldog starting to fade. Bulldog goes down to one knee. Morella checks the arm. It doesn't go down the third time. Bulldog starting to move to try to get back to his feet. He finally does stand up and tries to break the hold. Warlord throws Bulldog down. Morella checking on Bulldog to see if he wants to give up. Bulldog over by the ropes trying to get up. Warlord runs Bulldog headfirst into a turnbuckle. He does it again. Corner whip by Warlord. Bulldog gets his boot up on the charge end. Bulldog hits a clothesline from the second rope. Bulldog with a delayed vertical suplex. He gets a two count. Bulldog with a corner whip and a corner clothesline. Bulldog gets Warlord up for the power slam. Warlord grabs the ropes to try to prevent the move. Bulldog pulls backwards and Warlord falls on him. He gets a two count. Warlord with an Irish whip. Bulldog comes back with a crucifix and gets the pin. Sean Mooney is with Randy Savage. Mooney tries to recap everything that happened between Savage and Jake Roberts and Savage tells him to shut up. Savage says that Roberts degraded Elizabeth. Savage says he will never forgive himself. It is the worst day of his life. He tells Roberts, you laid your hands on Elizabeth. He starts hitting himself, saying it's his fault. He says Roberts said something about hanging with you, show you the dark side. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something right now. He says, I'm going to get you, man. I'm going to get you, and there ain't going to be no stopping him. I'm going to get you. You already got what you wanted, and Savage didn't get a piece of you. He then goes down to one knee in anguish and says he blames himself. He gets on the floor and keeps saying he touched Elizabeth. Unbelievable. That's it. It's over. No control. But he's going to get you. He's begging right now. Roberts made her beg, and he hasn't seen anything right now. He says that he's going to get Roberts and that it isn't over. It ain't even started. You understand that. He blames himself, and he has started to bleed over one eye. He screams, I'm going to get you. He tells Mooney to get out of here and then leaves. Very intense, emotional, and weird interview. Ted DiBiase and the Repo Man with Sensational Sherry versus Virgil and El Matador Tito Santana. Sherry screams at the faces. Santana and Repo Man start. They lock up, go back to the ropes and break. Repo Man kicks Santana in the stomach. He punches Santana up against the ropes. Repo Man with the waist lock. Santana reverses the move. Repo Man reverses it back. Santana then reverses that back. Santana with a hammerlock. Repo Man with an elbow to get out of the move. Repo Man with an Irish whip. Santana comes back with a shoulder block. Santana with an arm drag. Into an arm bar. Santana reverses an Irish whip. Santana keeps ducking clothesline attempts and punches Repo Man. Repo Man in the face's corner, being punched by both. Santana with a wrist lock. He drops an elbow on the arm. Repo Man grabs a handful of hair. Repo Man with an Irish whip. They each block a hip lock attempt. Santana finally hip locks Repo Man to the outside. 
Referee Danny Davis gets Santana back and Repo Man sneaks back into the ring. He misses a clothesline attempt when Santana ducks and Santana clotheslines Repo Man. Repo Man gets to the rope. DiBiase tagged in. Fans want Virgil to tag in and Sherry screaming no. Virgil tagged in. DiBiase up against the ropes and makes Davis keep Virgil back. Virgil goes to lock up and DiBiase hits him with a knee to the midsection. Then a series of forearms to Virgil's back. DiBiase runs Virgil headfirst into the corner. Then a series of shots to Virgil in the corner and an Irish whip. Virgil comes back with a sunset flip. He gets a two count. DiBiase misses a clothesline. Virgil with an atomic drop that sends DiBiase up and over the ropes to the outside. Santana comes over and punches DiBiase. DiBiase gets back in and yells at Santana only to be clotheslined out by Virgil again. Santana comes down and punches DiBiase again and throws him back into the ring. Virgil chops DiBiase in the corner and then corner whips him. DiBiase hits Virgil with an elbow when he charges in. Repo Man tagged in. Repo Man with a punch to the prone Virgil. Repo Man with a scoop slam. He then punches Virgil again. He then runs Virgil into DiBiase's boot. Repo Man choking Virgil up on the ropes for a four count. Davis gets on Repo Man, allowing DiBiase to choke Virgil in the corner and wraps the tag rope around Virgil's throat. Santana tries to come in to help, only to get cut off by Davis, allowing the heels to double-team Virgil. DiBiase tagged back in. DiBiase with an Irish whip and a clothesline. DiBiase then goes over and spits on Santana. Santana comes in and Davis cuts him off again, allowing more double-teaming. Repo Man tagged in. He hits a snapmare and punches Virgil in the head. He then picks Virgil up and knees him in the stomach. Virgil blocks a shot and hits Repo Man with a shot of his own. Repo Man comes back with another knee to the stomach and DiBiase tagged back in. DiBiase kicks Virgil in the midsection. DiBiase with a gut-rent suplex. He gets a two-count. DiBiase with an Irish whip, but he drops his head too early and Virgil hits a swinging netbreaker. Repo Man tagged in. Santana then tagged in. Santana with a series of right hands and an Irish whip. Back elbow by Santana. Santana with a drop kick. Then another one. He then hits the flying forearm. Santana then knocks DiBiase off of the apron with a punch. Santana goes for another flying forearm, but DiBiase grabs his leg when he bounces off the ropes to knock Santana down. Virgil comes in to complain, but gets cut off by Davis, allowing Repo Man to clothesline Santana to the outside. DiBiase runs Santana's head into the ring steps. He then does it again. DiBiase throws Santana back into the ring. Repo Man goes to pin Santana, but he is too close to the ropes. Repo Man picks Santana up and plants the knee into the midsection. He then punches Santana and Irish whips him. He plants the boot into the stomach. He gets a two count. DiBiase tagged in. DiBiase with a double axe handle from the second turnbuckle while Repo Man holds Santana. DiBiase then stomps Santana. DiBiase with a front face lock and Santana trying to fight out of it. Santana drives backwards and finally tags Virgil in, but Repo Man has distracted Davis, who doesn't allow the tag. The heels double suplex Santana. Repo Man drops a fist on Santana. Repo Man with an Irish whip misses a clothesline and Santana comes back. Double clothesline and both men are down. A double count going. The crowd trying to get behind Santana to urge him to get back to his feet. 
Repo Man tags DiBiase in, and Virgil is also tagged in. Virgil with a corner whip and a clothesline. Repo Man comes in and gets a clothesline as well. Another clothesline for DiBiase. Virgil with a side rushing leg sweep on DiBiase. Gets a two count, but Repo Man breaks up the penitent. All four men in now. Davis distracted with Repo Man and Santana, allowing Sherry to get on the apron. DiBiase holds Virgil for her to hit with her shoe, but Virgil moves and DiBiase gets hit instead. Virgil goes to hit Sherry and Repo Man hits him with a high knee from behind. I guess Gorilla Monsoon was okay with Sherry getting hit as he says nothing at all. DiBiase gets the pin. Mean Gene interviews Hulk Hogan. Hogan says as far as him and all his Hulkamaniacs go, this is going to be the happiest day in the history of Hulkamania. At Survivor Series, he and all the little Hulksters felt the Undertaker slowly stalk Hulkamania. They saw him slowly squeeze the life and breath out of Hulk Hogan. Right after Ric Flair interfered, and they dropped him in the tombstone for the 1-2-3. Like the shot heard around the world, the real survivors are all those little Hulkamaniacs out there. That they saw Hulk Hogan writhing in pain on that canvas in the center of the ring. The real survivors were the little teeny Hulksters that still had their heads high, brother. That still had smiles on their faces and still believed in the four demandments. Training, saying your prayers, eating your vitamins, and believing in ourselves. And because we believed in ourselves, Jack Tunney took recognition immediately and rebooked this match. Tuesday in Texas with Jack Tunney watching their backs, Hulkamaniacs. Ric Flair stay out of his face is between him and The Undertaker as far as all of his little Hulksters go. He's Hulk Hogan, the designated hitman. Bret Hart's ears just perked up. For all his Hulkamaniacs. All these years, he's been leading the pack. And he promises to all those little Hulksters that stood by him in the Survivor Series that this Tuesday in Texas, when the largest arms in the world brother come crashing down on The Undertaker, the WWF title will be back right where it should be, right around the waist of Hulk Hogan. And Undertaker, what you gonna do when Hulk Hogan buries you right here in Texas? WWF World Championship match, The Undertaker with Paul Bearer versus Hulk Hogan. Hulk gets a big reaction when he comes out and rips his t-shirt on the way to the ring. He runs to the ring and slides in and gets attacked by The Undertaker and Paul Bearer as soon as he is in. Hogan runs Undertaker and Bearer's heads together. Bear rolls out of the ring. Hogan with a corner whip and a corner clothesline. Hogan gets on the second turnbuckle and attacks the Undertaker with his bandana and bites him. Jack Tunney finally shown sitting at ringside. Hogan with an inverted atomic drop. Undertaker sits right back up. Hogan with an Irish whip and a clothesline. Undertaker doesn't go down. Hogan with a boot to the midsection. Hogan with an eye rake. Hogan goes to scoop slam Undertaker, who hits Hogan with a forearm to the back. Hogan with an eye rake, a clothesline, and a scoop slam. Bear gets up on the apron, and Hogan punches him off. Hogan with a series of punches to Undertaker. Undertaker clotheslined over the top rope, lands on his feet. Bear comes over to the Undertaker with the urn. Hogan grabs Undertaker by the hair and brings him up on the apron. He hits Undertaker off of the apron. Undertaker gets back on the apron and Hogan hits him several times. He knocks Undertaker back down to the floor. Undertaker grabs Hogan by his feet and drags him out. Undertaker with a shot to Hogan's throat. Another shot knocks Hogan to the ground. 
A Hogan chant goes out from the crowd. The Undertaker grabs Hogan by the throat. He chokes him up against the apron. Hogan goes down to his knees, then all the way to the floor, and Undertaker is still choking him. To get back in the ring, an Undertaker is choking Hogan down on the mat. Hogan gets back to his feet and Undertaker hits him with another throat thrust. Hogan back to his feet and Undertaker grabs him by his throat up against the turnbuckle. Bear distracts the referee so that the Undertaker can continue to choke Hogan. Hogan's starting to go down to the mat. Bear keeps breaking the referee's count. The Undertaker gets on the turnbuckle to choke Hogan more and Hogan lifts him up by the legs and slams him into the opposite corner. Then Hogan with a corner clothesline, but the Undertaker gets his boot up on the charge. Undertaker grabs Hogan's arm and goes up for old school. Hogan falls down to his hands and knees. Undertaker with the throat thrust. Hogan down and Undertaker goes back to choking him on the mat. Hogan rolls to the outside when Undertaker breaks the hold. The Hogan chant goes out again. Hogan grabs Undertaker's legs and drags him out. He then hits him with a series of right hands. Undertaker reverses an Irish whip and Hogan goes directly into the corner post. Undertaker throws Hogan back in the ring. Undertaker puts the claw on Hogan, and somewhere, Kerry Von Erich is worried. Hogan goes down to one knee. Hogan's starting to fade. He is down on the mat. Hogan's shoulders go down a couple of times for one count. Hogan tries to extend his arm and hand into the Undertaker's face to try to keep him back. Hogan's starting to go out. Bear raises the urn up, and the Undertaker draws his power from the urn. The arm of Hogan does not drop the third time when referee Joey Morella checks it, and Hogan fights back to his feet. He breaks the grip that Undertaker has on his arm. Hogan with a kick to the stomach. Another kick and an arm rake to Undertaker. They both bounce off of the ropes, but Undertaker hits the ropes weirdly and almost falls through. They quickly recover, and Hogan hits Undertaker in the face with the right hand. Hogan with a corner whip, and Undertaker gets his boot up on the charge end. Undertaker with an Irish whip and a flying clothesline. Undertaker stalking Hogan. Undertaker goes back to old school, but Hogan pulls him off the top rope. Undertaker comes back up. Hogan's starting to rally as well. Ric Flair comes down to ringside. Hogan starts hulking up. Jack Tunney tries to stop Flair. Hogan with a series of right hands to Undertaker. Hogan clotheslines Undertaker outside of the ring. Hogan goes out to the floor. Hogan grabs a chair and hits Flair in the back, and Flair collapses into Tunney, and they both go down. Both Hogan and Undertaker get back in the ring. Hogan with an Irish whip and a running elbow smash to Undertaker. He then chops Undertaker, and Undertaker still won't go down. Another right hand. An Irish whip to Undertaker and a chop. Undertaker with an eye rake. Hogan with a big boot and an eye rake. Undertaker with a throat thrust. Flair gets up on the apron with the chair. Undertaker goes to run Hogan into it, but Hogan runs Undertaker in instead. Hogan then clotheslines Flair off of the apron. Hogan with an Irish whip, big boot, Undertaker with a throat thrust. Flair trying to get Tunney up. Bear gets up on the apron, and Undertaker holds Hogan for Bear to hit, but Hogan ducks and Bear gets hit instead. Hogan knocks Bear off of the apron and grabs the urn. Flair drags Tunney up to see it. Hogan opens the urn up and hits the Undertaker with some ash. Hogan then rolls Undertaker up to pin him, new WWF champion. Hogan grabs the WWF championship and hits the Undertaker with it. Undertaker and Paul Bearer leave. Hogan must pose.
Jack Tunney is shown talking to referee Joe Morella as they sign off from San Antonio. Final thoughts. An interesting experiment in running a pay-per-view sometime other than Sunday night. It wasn't successful and it would be over a decade before the WWF tried something else on an odd night. A fun little show with the main event setting up for the title to be declared vacant and the winner of the Royal Rumble to be the new champion. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 